Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tuesday here at My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Tickets on sale for our big post project down and dirty masterpiece get together, the gallery partay. And uh, there are two different price levels there's the $50 price level, the $100 price level. And if you want to find out more about those price levels and what they entail, check out the keyword masterpiece at MyTalk1071.com. And also, uh, not only are we raising money for our charity partners online, but we also want to thank our donation match sponsors. And those include Blue Plate Restaurant Company and Can Can Wonderland. Oh, I love it. You know, that's going to be a fun night. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We're going to have some interesting art to look at. Listen, I have faith in MCAT. To help us, yes. get guidance will yes. help us. So that mm-hmm. we're not, you know, doing the equivalent of, you know... Of uh, just a bad mistake that we're just like there's no mistakes. no mistakes in art. Yeah, no mistakes in art, but that it doesn't. <laughs> but it, that, like I feel like, like there's the going to be. Don't work. I, I feel like they're gonna like they're they're gonna help us really be oh, sure. our best artists. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay, so last night on Jeremy Kimmel. Uh-huh. Oh gosh, I love it when he has something. Has a fun uh, when he has a concert night. Yes. Last night it was Morris Day. Uh, dropped by uh, the same okay, I love little, that. little Mo Funk. Donnie posted the um, video if you didn't get to see it's the performance. So fun. And Snoop Dogg joins them. We'll just take a little listen. All around the world, from California to the Empire State. Cause if you go funk with anyone, you better be funk with me. So if you don't know, now you know. Anyway, I've never seen Snoop Dogg so dressed up. He like wore like a long coat and they were dancing in unison. It was fun. I know it was yeah, fun. And that song was just released a couple days ago, so it was kind of fun it's that Snoop Dogg. I know. It was so It's so fun watching those guys perform Mars Day. Yeah. Yeah, it Love really is. It. Love it. So uh are you excited about this news? Oh my gosh, this is gonna sell out so fast. Randy Carlisle to open the Fillmore Minneapolis with a three night run in February, which Fillmore, Minneapolis is the New. club that La- Live Nation is opening. Yes, it's like I don't down know where by, it is. It's down by the Twins. It's the, over by the Twins Stadium. Um, we were invited to the um, something. The grand opening? Yeah, No, that hasn't happened yet, but we were invited to a walk, construction walkthrough or something. Oh, I hope we're going. Well, we didn't. It All already right. happened. It already happened. Well, um, the concerts are February 12, 13, 14. So, I mean, hello, dates. The club holds 1,850 people. Yeah, I, I... And she sold out the grandstand, and that was like 13,000. And this holds how many? 1850, 1850. Over three nights. So this will be just like an impossible yeah, ticket to get. It's the debut. Um, uh, yeah. 
So it, that's going to be the opening thing. Other people were already on the schedule. It's a hotel on top. Yeah. Yes, bar underneath. Yeah. yeah. Johnny Lang is coming. Buddy Guy. Oh. Um, there's other people that they've got uh, uh, booked, but. Um, Wow, that's a small venue. Yes, it is. So what is that trying to compete with the palace or something? How many does the palace hold? I I don't think the palace is as big as 1850. I don't think that there's anything in that range. You know, it's it's bigger than Pantages. It's bigger than First Avenue. But it's smaller than the Orpheum. I think it kind of fits its own size. Mm -hmm. Nice, intimate place for these artists too yeah, yeah but it'd be real hard for those of us who want to buy tickets i'm not yeah. even gonna try for that one no i'm not because that's going to be like a valentine's gift for how many people two <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah. And let's see the palace they're saying is 2800 oh that big oh, yeah it is. Oh. i didn't think oh, it was oh. that big and i think it's eight thousand for the armory yeah a little yeah. over so it's wow. So there isn't like anything this size. No, oh, there right. You go. So that's All happening. Right, there we go. Probably cost them a pretty penny to get the rights to the name Fillmore. I bet. Well, it's probably done in conjunction with the Fillmore in, in San Francisco. New, yeah, at, in New York there was one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I there's Fillmore, Minnesota. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Apropos of nothing. Fillmore, <laughs> Minneapolis. I'm looking at their website. Uh, if you're wondering why Pat Benatar is trending on Twitter, it why is, be- is she? It is because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees have been who's eligible for 2020. Yep. Julia, Pat Benatar. Remember, you have to be, what is it, 25 years? 25, mm-hmm. yeah. Hit me with your best shot. shot. So it's Pat Benatar, um, Dave Matthews Band, the Doobie Brothers, Motorhead, the uh, Notorious B.I.G., Soundgarden, T-Rex, then Lizzie and Whitney Houston are all up for the first time. Wow. It's their year of eligibility. Right. Wow. Depeche Mode is coming back, but they've been nominated before. Judas uh, Priest, Shaka Khan, blah, blah, blah. Todd, Todd Rundgren. Rundgren. I think Todd Rundgren's going to get in. You think so? I think he's going to get in this All time. All right, yeah. fine. But anyway, that's what's happening. That is what's happening. I'm trying to um, buy tickets right now on the, at the Fillmore. Yeah, good luck. And it says, well, pre-sale is happening now. To get an early access to tickets during pre-sale, you have to enter a code. So if you have a city card. Oh. Yeah. City card member. Yeah, typical. Yeah, isn't that typical, Donnie? Yeah, for the pre-sale, you got to have some American Express, City Card, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Right? So anyway, there you go. That's why Pat Benatar was trending. Okay, and so Hart and um, Joan Jett, it, and, my girlfriend. Yeah, it sounded like it was a really good concert. It did sound like it a really did, good. I read both it? Ross and John's yes, review. It sounded like it was so great that Nancy's voice is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, back. Okay, how about... <laughs> what the I know, that, that? that was like somebody <laughs> trying to... <laughs> somebody stepped on a cat. Oh, yeah. Barracuda. Okay. I can't sing. You know I can't <laughs> sing, but I was just like, I love that song okay. after that long musical thing. Yeah. And the it's building up and it's building up. Yes. And then she goes... And then she ends it off. I can see Cat Perkins singing that. Oh, she yeah. did yeah. sing that. She can sing On that. the voice. Yes. I mean, yeah, I remember you have that. seen her. I remember. I like that better than Chandelier by her. Because I, I like that song. That's Sia. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I like that song a lot. Yeah.
Okay, so just talk to me real quickly about Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Joining Instagram and breaking Instagram. But so that's the biggest story in social media today is that Jennifer Aniston was one of the biggest holdouts. And now there's a short list of A-listers who don't partake. Let me give them to you. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Angelina. Clooney. Sandra Bullock. Uh Keanu Reeves. Okay, and then there are the ones you don't expect to be on it, like Joaquin Phoenix and Winona Ryder. And then there's a lot of younger stars like Emma Stone, Jennifer Lawrence, Kristen Stewart, who abstain at least publicly, although given their age, I wouldn't be surprised if they have private accounts under pseudonyms. Oh, really? The younger ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because they would really know how to do it. And I would love to get a deep dive into how Instagram works with celebrities on their handle because Jennifer got... At Jennifer Aniston. And I want to know if Instagram was holding it for her because that isn't always the case. Courtney Cox has to use the second tier official in her handle. At Courtney Cox official. Got it. I'm just wondering if they like they've got a thing of the A-list rooms. Holly's nodding her head. Yes. I would think so. I just would like to see a deep dive into this. Well, remember the whole controversy around the Sussex Royal Instagram account where there was a guy in England who used that Instagram handle. And he said mysteriously one day his privileges on Instagram were wiped out. Wiped out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe that happened. So um, but. I love this. Meredith, who follows us out there in the Twitterverse at Lori Julia, she took a screenshot of all the people, the celebrity friends of Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I did too, Lori. I have it for you right here. Okay. I have it. Aaron Foster tweets, this is big. Olivia Wilde tweets, finally, Justin Thoreau, woot, woot, clapping hands, a heart, and hashtag first. Hashtag first? First, like it's her first post. Oh. Do you want me to tell you who she follows? I thought this was more interesting. (laughs) I have a theory, though, about why she finally cracked on this. The Apple needs publicity. And because she and Reese are getting paid $2 million an episode, that was part of her contract. Mm, That she had to do social media to publicity. Mm -hmm. All right, so let me tell you who she follows. Chris McMillan. Her hairdresser, Julia Roberts, Oprah, Jimmy Kimmel, Melissa McCarthy, Selena Gomez, Katy Perry, Kate Hudson. That's just one of them. Let me get to the other picture. She follows Ellen DeGeneres, Kerry Washington, Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, Justin Timberlake, um, Leon, and Julie. Uh, nope, that's it. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. That'll be a whole thing. Like, who do you follow in that whole celebrity yeah. word? She's probably already talked to. Jennifer Garner and uh, yes, and some other people who, or maybe even Julia Roberts, who've gotten Insta official because Julia Roberts went forward on Instagram when her Amazon show came out. Right, but what what has she posted? Well, not that much, but yeah. it's just like it's there. It <laughs> yeah, was there for I, I, the duration of the show. Yeah, she has yeah. it. She can use it. The, I think one of the celebrities who's had the most fun with Instagram that's really good at it is Jennifer Garner. Oh, she's darling. I mean, just for like, mm-hmm. she's darling. Yeah, that I I lied that she had one point seven million. Well, she's got so many. Never mind, because it just keeps coming up. Yeah, her stuff just keeps coming up. Yeah, it does. We so. don't have that many. And really? You, you could follow us at Lori A N D Julia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of it's kind of interesting though the the, the 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 smaller the shrinking 
A-list. Yes, they yes, just, yes. they don't do it. Billy Bob Thornton on Instagram? I don't know if <laughs> he is. Not that he's you can look. <laughs> um, last night at the L, the Women in Hollywood event at L, where we posted the all the photos of the red carpet and Scarlett Johansson's it, tragic eye makeup. We don't know if makeup. it's the real official one, but there are videos of him on well, it. Well, there'll be a check, you know. It's not a check, it's a hashtag. So that means it's not official. Yeah, that's not official. Okay, that's so someone official. else is posting. Because oh, okay. there's a video of him making out with Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's one of the first images of your mind of those two and their hot sex life. They couldn't get enough of each other. You know, vials of blood and everything. And anyway. She used to have Billy Bob tattooed with the snake on her arm. God, they were hot. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I just wanted to tell you this little bit of gossip please, from please. that w- Women of Hollywood event. Um, is that Gwyneth Paltrow, mm-hmm. she got up to speak and... Um, Everyone left? No, apparently... <laughs> said, goop, yeah, let's do the goop flag. <laughs> apparently, she admitted on stage she was unprepared prepared for her speech because, of course, and then she also called herself a lame old white lady, which, you know what? I'm not going to argue with her because oh, really? she is lame. She is lame oh, with that okay. goop and her goopy science. <laughs> Did you guys talk about her 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 latest thing that no, everyone that? should get to their leanest, most livable weight? No, we didn't. That's her latest way that you should be hangry all the time and not eat. That she had a doctor actually write something in her last newsletter oh, about yeah. that everyone should achieve their leanest livable weight who knows what that is okay (laughs) it means you're hungry donnie (laughs) it means you're hungry and you're starving yourself and you're measuring last year it means you don't eat anything yeah and work out all the time So yes gwyneth you are a lame old white lady with that (laughs) advice no one is gonna argue (laughs) megan kelly is returning to fox news for a guest spot on tucker carlson's show three two one is she going to get shep Smith's old spot at three o'clock, even though she's more opinion and not news journalist. But is that how she'll come back? Mm, I don't know. Oh, that was a good one, Laurie. That's a good guess. Yeah. Or will she go to supposedly Sherry Redstone at Viacom? CBS Mm -hmm. is looking to start uh, an all news channel of some sort. She's just. Mm -hmm. Well, she doesn't. She can't do a personality driven show if it was news. She can do news. Well, she did opinion before. Yeah. I she mean, was she like can, a Tucker Carlson or a that. Hannity. Yeah, she can do that. Yeah. She does that. Oh. But yeah, they're saying it was... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on uappodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
planned a long time it ago. Was. And she is shows up in Ronan Farrow's book, Catch and Kill. Mm-hmm. She does. Yeah, she does. All right, listen. We're obsessed with the Dirt Alert, which we're late for. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly. Holly, Holly. Hi. Holly, Holly. Oh, my goodness. Lots of gossip to get to this afternoon. And we're starting with Gina Rodriguez. She's been trending online this afternoon because she is apologizing after getting slammed for singing lyrics to the song Ready or Not by the Fugees, those lyrics including the N-word. She posted that on her Instagram stories. She put a video of herself getting her makeup done while singing along to that song. And that one, ready or not, here mm-hmm. I come, you can't hide. And she sang the N-word, and she's apologizing, saying the following, Hey, what's up, everyone? I just wanted to reach out and apologize. I'm sorry, I'm sorry if I offended anyone by singing along to the Fugees to a song I love that I grew up on. I love Lauren Hill. And I'm really sorry if I offended you. Now, Gina Rodriguez, immediately after she posted the first video, she was getting dragged on social media. People yeah. were not here for it. So Yeah, yeah. Well, that no would be silly to post that in the first place and say that. Come on. But see, when people kind of get disconnected and they think Insta stories are real life. But you can't. And something that would just be done in private with you and your makeup artist right. or whatever with your group of friends, if this is all a song you like. They, you kind like the there. That is the weird thing about it. People well, forget. And, mm-hmm. and the thing with Instagram stories is that they expire after twenty four hours. But just because there's an expiration date on these posts doesn't mean that they can't live forever. Because every, assume everything that you post online has the ability mm-hmm. to follow you for the rest of your yeah. life. And Remember, it does, it's a I billboard. Mean, if you don't want to have it, if you wouldn't right. say it or do it on a billboard, then don't do it. On exactly. It. Critically think the yeah. next time you post on social media. I was wondering why Gina Rodriguez was uh, going past Pat Benatar in the trendy department <laughs> on Twitter. I was like, what, what is going on? Uh, so that is what's happening with Gina Rodriguez today. Uh, Rianda is speaking up in defense of a journalist who didn't prepare for her interview with the superstar. So this was the interview that Rihanna did in the November issue of Vogue magazine. And the interviewer didn't have time to come up with questions for Rihanna's cover story featuring Rihanna, and she what? admitted she admitted as such in the article, saying like, "Well, I didn't have time to oh. come up with questions, so we were just doing things off of the cuff." Now, journalists on Twitter, I have seen in the past week, were angry with this writer Abby Aguirre because they're like, "You're interviewing one of the biggest stars exactly. in the world for Vogue magazine, prep, and you're saying that you didn't do any preparation whatsoever." Mm-hmm. Now, Rihanna is coming to the defense of Abby, saying, "No, no, no, no." That's gangster. She told Women's Wear Daily for you to get a call the day before like, hey, Rihanna's in L.A. Do you want to do this and show up on the dime and write an incredible article that I'm really proud of and enjoyed reading? She's bad blank for that. Oh, oh good. Well, All right. Then we sense. didn't know she was told you've got 24 hours. You know, that adds to the story. Yes. Uh, now. The author also came to her own defense, stressing that Rihanna's team confirmed the interview at the last minute. Leaving her no time to prep, she said she was driving to Trader Joe's in her sweatpants when she got the call and literally had to flip. She said, I researched my subject to death, especially Rihanna. She said, I appreciate the anger behind the reaction, but this is a misunderstanding for which I take full responsibility. All right. I'm glad that all got worked out in social media. Yeah, really. And seen another social media story. Of course, you guys in the last segment 
talked about Jennifer Aniston joining 2019 and starting an Instagram account. And you guys are exactly right. Apple pressured her to do this. She's got a high profile show to sell. Get out there right. and try to be one of the people. And Jennifer of course, Aniston. her first thing she does is a selfie with, you know, Courtney Cox and yeah, whoever it was. Yeah, was yeah. it Joey? It was all of them. All it was of them. All, okay, all of them. The they friends. all okay. got together. I think that's two weeks old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody is doing Instagram really well. Selma Hayek. She has 12 million followers and she's celebrating her upcoming 53rd birthday with a naked picture of herself getting acupuncture. She said, I'm grateful for all of you and your love and support. Yay, I've gotten me to 12 million followers. She said, a needle for health and well-being representing each million of you. Yeah, don't follow her, Julia. I don't. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Just, yeah. I like I like her sharing her story, her struggles with MS. I mean, it's in... Selma Hayek? It's oh, not Selma, Selma Blair. Hayek. It's oh, Selma I'm Hayek. thinking of Selma Blair. Oh, please, I'm not following <laughs> Selma Hayek. No. She is. She's not worthy of us. I I, you, we used to like her, but she just. Well, she know. went off she to billionaire, a, billionaire Island with her rich husband and her daughter. And yeah, all I like her in movies when she does a good movie. I mean, yeah. and I, yeah. I don't know. I'm fond of her from the time I followed her around at Barney Shoe yes, Shopping until her her bodyguard told me to stop, stop lingering it. by Miss Hyatt. Well, you creeper. She totally did. That? Well, I was just two steps behind her looking and at you. you. Were on the oh, phone I was to CJ. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick up this Manolo Blahnik. Oh, I'm really interested she, in trying this. Do you have this in an eight and a half? Excuse she me. I was over at the lipstick counter laughing my I was undercover. Off. I was trying to be undercover. You were doing it all for us, yeah, weren't right. you, Lori? And uh, this is an update for you, Julia. We talked about this story the other day here on the Lori and Julia show. Fortnite, the black hole is gone. Rest assured, we have Island in Chapter 2 of Fortnite. So It came back. It it's came back. So watch out, parents. Your children you are going are to be occupied. About. Oh, Never fear, Lori. It was a crisis right. for children because yeah. they didn't oh. have a video game. I mean, yeah. truly, a panic yeah. was happening. Another thing I'm not going to worry about, children in Fortnite. <laughs> just can't do it. Don't bother. Children in it's general okay. or just the, the, both? The combo. Oh, the combo. Oh, go ahead. I mean, Love if you want to do the whole umbrella, you can. Oh, Got goodness. It? All right. Well, let's get to a little traffic. Your mind like it's heavy out there. you probably think that you are better now. of water a day and if you don't drink it as long as you think you are you're happier what just by (laughs) being hydrated you can have that much happen yeah simple hydration i Uh, love that if you're you're three times more likely to feel very happy if you believe you drink enough water on a regular oh, basis. Oh, I see. You just, don't have to drink eight. It's just if you believe. Okay. As long as All you right. think yeah, that yeah, you yeah. are, you're yep. good. Right. And of course, you know, doctors will say drink eight, eight ounce glasses of water oh, a yeah. day. Most people drink about five glasses of water per day. And, um, but, but. 70% of the people who were in the study said, oh, yeah, I drink more than enough water. And they described themselves as very ha- happy. And they just kind of went, That's just kind drilled of funny. down. And just the real key to happiness is believing you're drinking enough water, even if you're not. That's funny. It works for Isn't me. Isn't it? Yes. 
I know it. So I just thought that was kind of but funny. Because that's like a kid thing. Like yeah. moms or dads will nag their kids oh. about water or drinking. Oh. And the kids are fine. They're I'm drinking enough water. They totally believe it. They're fine. I'm drinking Kool-Aid. Yeah. There's water in this. That's, that's right. right. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of a... That's weird, though. If that you one think truly, it, you will be it. You will be it. So All there right. you go. I'm hydrated, I think it. That's right. Now, on the other side of the drinking coin, uh, research... That study was done in, in the desert. Yeah, that was done in the desert, right. <laughs> um, the Canadian Medical Association Journal is reporting, and I say this really is truly a duh, that um, if you drink a glass of wine every single day, no matter what, mm-hmm. you might feel better if you don't drink a glass of wine every single day, <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> And this That's is a duh. Yep. This is a duh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Doesn't anyone, I mean, they call it the sober curious movement. Oh, there is. Boy. You do hear about that sober curious. That, yeah. yeah. Used to be just, you know, bi curious was the right. only one I knew about, but now there's sober there's curious. There's sober curious. And what, and you're seeing when you go to, I mean, think about it. Every time, like, if you and I, like, we'll go to Vegas or if we go on a trip. And we never drink. No, but, like, are you going on a vacation? And you're like, oh, my gosh, I got to dry out. Oh. I got to, like, take a few days <laughs> off. my Sonoma trip. Yes. Oh, my God. Remember the you were just wine, wine and food? And just, I'm like, please. Yes. Gross me out. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I guess we're sober curious. Or not. <laughs> or not. Okay. No, that, I think that happens to a lot of people. No. Here's this was a, a, a survey, not a study, so I don't want to mislead you. Okay, but you know we've said time and time again we've had different studies that show spending time in the company of good friends has a positive positive impact on your mental health. Woo because it's fun, right? Yeah. But a recent survey reveals that. Um, Forty-five percent of adults have not made a new friend in the last five years. A new friend, and now two in five—they're just shy. Yeah. They're just yeah, very yeah, shy yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that's just a, you know that's that's right. a whole other thing. A third of adults um, blame their lack of new friendships because they don't like to go out. Well, that's a big that's reason. a big reason. That's a big reason. And they don't like to do anything different. And a third of people say, "I don't meet people because everybody's already in their clique and they are they're not opening." There's not open to anything. And, of course, depending on your time of life, you might have more time for friends or sure. not. So, I will just remind everybody that the best and most underrated way to make new friends is still in person and by doing something. Something that you Where like. you meet new people. Like, yep. I have constantly met new people at bowling. Right. Because I've been a league bowler. Yes. The people come and change on our team and all of that, but you're always meeting new people all the time. You can meet them at the gym. You can meet them at tennis. I met them at the Tommies, you know, when my kid played baseball. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So that is the thing. Most people feel that their peak popularity when they had the most friends was age 23. Oh, gosh, no. And 36% their popularity peaked before age 21. Oh, I'm so sorry. I know it. Damn. So, anyway, I'm so glad I didn't peak till way, way later. I'm still later. waiting. I think you it's still haven't be, peaked yet. No, no, 81 is no. my year. I'm looking yeah. forward. Okay. But adults over 
35 have trouble meeting. And it could be, too, because you're in the middle. If you have kids, you're, you're in the, the middle, middle of your of career. You don't have time for new friends. It's like if anyone you wants to be your friend. people at work. Yeah. And yeah. they become yeah. your work friends. They can. And yeah. then if you quit that job, a lot of times the work friends, they don't. Say, I found, um, yeah. unless you meet work friends at a younger age. I agree in with your that. 20s. Yep. But yep. otherwise, like in, you know, 30s and 40s, if you work at a job for two or three years and you move on, you might not stay in touch. You have fun, but you just don't, like, there's no yep. room. Okay, so that's a duh. All right, well, how about this one? Oh, my gosh. Mm. To tell someone they're wrong, first tell them they're right. Yes, I love this. Tell Tell everyone this. People are generally better persuaded by the reasons which they have themselves discovered than by those which have come into the mind in others. So, so give put us simply, an, give, an, give us an example. Disagree with someone, but what you do is you first point out the ways in which they're right. So if I said, Lori... Yes, President Trump is the president of the United States of America. That is a true fact. Yes, now I don't know what, where to go from there, but you have to. You're right. You he know is what I'm the saying. President. Yeah, yeah. So mm. then you no. could say something, Al. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that one's a bad that example. Is. That, that, that one good. is that's bad. not a good one. But um, so well, this is actually we're going to practice this on our show. Yeah, this is actually from a 17th century philosopher, yes, Blaise Pascal, yeah. who's perhaps known for Pascal's Wager. Yes. Which is really famous for something. It's the first formal use of decision theory. theory. And the only reason I know that is because I'm reading the study. I was just looking at you thinking. Okay, so (laughs) anyway, but uh, yeah, to boil it all down, and the study has agreed with it, is that before disagreeing with someone, you point out the ways in which they're uh, right and then to persuade someone to change their mind, you have to let them discover a counterpoint of their own accord. So start with telling someone they're wrong. No, they're right. No, they're right. And then and figure then, out where you go from there, I guess. I don't, we'll, we'll try this. I don't know. Just we be, agree on so much. Well, not today. That Batman... Batman in this new Batman, Batman's going to fight crimes. Well, Joy, that was just me being woefully um, blonde and lack of sleep. That wasn't a matter of disagreeing because I, too, know that Batman fights crime. I'm a fan of Batwoman on the CW. Oh, I watched it. Did you watch it again this week? I haven't watched it, but my brother said it was an excellent second episode. So the numbers dropped off just a little bit. Uh But I I don't know why I like this. Because I'm not into these... You're not a superhero. No, but I feel like she's She's, really good. And the way they're telling the story is really good. I love it. I love, love, love it. All right. So did we learn anything? There is a way to do that. And I've I've done this with, with someone... Where they say something you may not agree with, mm-hmm. but if you say, you know, you make a very good point. Yeah. So that's sort of acknowledging. Yeah. And then you come Instead back. Instead of saying, no, you're a dumbass. Yeah, don't right. say, no, you're Because you can fix wrong. that thought. Right. Because they say, probably are. Right. <laughs> so you say, no, you make a very good point. However. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It might work. Well, one of the first things you have to do to give someone permission to change their mind is to lower their defenses. Oh, 100%. And keep them from digging their heels into the position they've already staked out. Because if you immediately start to tell someone all the ways they're wrong, there's no incentive um, you to, know, for, for them to change. Cooperate. Right. right. Yep. Yeah. 
Now you're giving, you got to give the other. So maybe, I don't know if this study helps us having an argument or a discussion. I hope it does. I think it should because you have to just diffuse it immediately because you might be a polar opposite. People are hot headed. Right yes, now. they are right now. So tell them how good they look. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I always find if you give someone a compliment, it just soothes them a little bit. Yeah, I would say. All right, listen, we come back. We do have our tickets to give away for Steel Magnolias. Yes. We're going to play the celebrity voice um, well before the end of the show. So in the next 12 minutes. <laughs> And my friend said, I know you love her, but he like the toss, yeah, it was gone. All right, everything is going to be all right because we're giving away our Steel Magnolia tickets. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's hear our celebrity voice, Donnie. You're going to, you got to be available to go on Halloween night, October yes. 31st, which is a what day of the week? Thursday. Thursday. At okay. the Guthrie. Here we go. Thank you. And I was at a club and I was dancing and all of a sudden I feel someone tap on my shoulder and I turn and... You know when you don't expect to see someone in a in a place you Any thoughts of it? I think I know who it is. Okay. I'm gonna write it down for six, six five one six four one one oh seven one. Alrighty. Is the number if you know who that is. Whoa. I don't know. That was my guess. Yeah, that's a better guess than I had because I have zero guesses. You, I've got zero. Then okay. it would be a better guess. Yeah, yeah. I okay. know. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So um, save me from the selfies, says RuPaul. Oh, I love I this. know it. He um, is in Cannes, France, and he's, um, let's see, he just wanted to tell his no, he was honored with an award at the world's biggest entertainment uh, convention called MIPCOM. Okay, well, yours starts out differently than mine, but here's what he wanted to say. Okay. His advice, don't stop me in the street for a selfie. I have crap to do, and I'm living my life. I have no time for selfies. He just says that basically well, he was stopped seven times to get a selfie on the way to go to a store. It's, it's a, just say hi. And move on. Why does everyone need a picture? I'm I, using that philosophy now. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you get stopped for selfies? Th- there's no. I'm not talking about me. I'm just oh, saying, oh, a truly, truly famous person. Like, I don't want to stop and take a. Well, that's where people. I think it was um, Demi Moore in her memoir wrote about the first time, like that, she realized she had to have a bodyguard because to keep many- people away. Otherwise, you and that's part of the reason too why she and Bruce moved to Idaho. Right, was that they wanted their girls, but she's like, like she never got that. And then when the fame for her, you couldn't go anywhere. And this is before you know. This is before uh, before all of that. Right, people are not just walking around with a camera. It like probably is a big eye opening thing in the fame department. Sounds horrible. We're gonna have to give a clue. Okay, good. Let's give a clue. All right, I'm gonna play the voice again. I was at a club. And I was dancing, and all of a sudden I feel someone tap on my shoulder, and I turn, and you know when you don't expect to see someone in a in a place you. All right, I'm it's, wrong. it's an actress. She's she in the news today because of an announcement. Oh, I know who it is now. Oh, now you know who it is. Yes. All right, six five one six four one one zero seven one. Maybe that will help you out. Oh yes, yeah. Sorry, a very so I got movie, it. Yes, movie role. Yes, yes, news. yes. Oh gosh, she has kind of an interesting um, accent. 
Uh, or the way she enunciates. I yes. like it. She's really going to bring ki- big kitty energy. Oh, wow. Whoa. Big All right, going back to RuPaul. I, I was famous before I was famous. Mm-hmm. I love him. I, I absolutely love him. But don't stop him for a selfie. Yeah. Inside Connor Cruz's life, his relationship with fellow Scientologists, and his bond with his dad, Tom. Uh, well, his bond with his dad, Tom, is because... Uh, They're dedicated Scientologists. And... He's on the company payroll of his dad. Yeah, he, he lives in Clearwater. Sc- he hasn't gone to school. He was a DJ making money for a while. Oh, Julie, he went to Scientology parties and they made them hire him. We've yeah. never heard him DJing He's a anywhere. fishing guy now because he lives in you yeah. know Clearwater. No, I feel bad for those kids. They've really got... He's in a relationship with a fellow Scientologist. Of course, of course. I mean, it's just classic. It's terrible. Ugh. You know, they're, they really are trying to, like, figure out some ways legally to go after some of these, you know, getting rid of some of this tax-exempt status. Oh, I know. You know, they're working on it. Well, come on. Yeah. All right, so Sarah Silverman, she's going to get a new um, late-night series Good, pilot at HBO. I love her. Mm-hmm, I do, too. She's in the new Miss Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Next, you know, Laura, you have to watch it. Yeah. It's so cute. It looks so... When's that coming back in November? Uh, no, December 6th. All right. It looks so delicious. Will she be? Because her show, um, I Love You America with Sarah Silverman, was on Hulu. Right. Nobody really watched it. Right. Hulu didn't know what to do it, even though she got nominated for an, uh, an Emmy. Emmy. Yep. So I don't know if she's... Um, just this is a one-time comedy special or if this is going to be a little series i think it's a little series because she wants to she likes to do comedy nothing's off the table and i like her acting because she was so great in masters of sex she really was she really was yeah we got a winner we're going to talk to amber here's the voice i was at a club and i was dancing and all of a sudden i feel someone tap on my shoulder and i turn and you know when you don't expect to see someone in a in a place you all right amber in cottage grove who is that zoe kravitz yeah right. how do you feel about zoe being cast as batwoman to robert pattinson's batman i love her i'm so excited i know we really like it too we think it's like she's gonna be amazing and she's gonna really bring big kitty I know energy it. all right do you like steel magnolias Love it. Oh, how fun. Who are you going to take? Uh, I'm hoping to take my friend Rachel. Good. All right, right, honey. All right. Thank you, Amber. That's so cool. Thank you, guys. You're so welcome. We're giving away the tickets for the rest of the week. I first wrote down Gail Godot because... A little bit of a she's got, she's like got a, a little yeah. accent like that, and she is um, there's she was in the news today, so that's why I wrote down first, Donnie. Gal was yeah. Gal Godot. Gal. Was she yeah. in the news? Today? Yes, she's going to be producing her own movie. Oh, okay. It was in the news yesterday or today. By the way, that person who uh, tapped her on the shoulder. Who was it? Yeah, that I was do Prince. It. Oh, oh, she was telling a Prince, yeah, Prince story. story. What yeah. a good person to tap on the shoulder. Well, of course, he, he, he just knew watched you Prince, dance. Prince knew, uh, you know, Lenny. Right. Obviously. Yes, he did. Yeah. We told him once. Prince says hi. It's the only reaction we got from him. He Anybody. Was, he ever. was completely ignoring us until Julia yelled at that. And then he turned around and kind of gave us a wave and a thumbs up. Oh, that's well good. He could hear yeah. our Minnesota accents, I'm sure, because he was only like two feet away while we were shrieking at, at him. Are we um, 
Where are you? Do you have to be somewhere, Julia? Shakira, Shakira. I was going to see if I had enough time to tell you a story. Oh, okay. Shakira, Shakira. Okay, she wants you to know what's in store for her performance with Jennifer Lopez at the Super Bowl. You know what? Here's the thing, Shakira. We don't need to talk about the Super Bowl. We're dealing with other stuff right now, so you're going to have to hold that thought bubble. Lori, I have a minute and a half to tell you how excited she is. It's the holy grail of entertainment. I I don't care about that. It's too early to talk about that. She's excited. Of course. You know. Welcome back. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday I could talk about whatever I wanted to. Well, you still can tomorrow. <laughs> I, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> when you hear it. When you that's hear it. it. When you hear it, you mean. We're going to try to... We're going to yeah. get some sleep tonight is what we're going to do. Bye, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a good night. Yo.